Peer Gint by Colin McNee after Henrik Ibsen Act 2 High upon a mountain track, the bride has with her tempter flown. Ingrid trails behind him now, while Peer strides forward on his own. Peer, come back! You can't just leave me! Think what binds us two together. Go back homeward. We had no more than a tumble in the heather. You would ruin, then forsake me. You abandoned what you had. Oh, you tempted. You were willing. I was wretched. I was mad. <sighs> Tell me what you have to offer. Hegstead Farm, and more besides. Rich you may be, and respected, if you take me as your bride. That, to me, has little value when compared with that dear flower who filled me with a holy feeling on first sight at twilight hour. Ah, oh, the boy has lost his senses. Both of us appear forlorn. Tell me, Pear, who is this flower? Careful now, she might have thorns. You'll pay a heavy price for this. Your madness may yet cost you dear. Remember, it's a hanging matter, you abandoning me here. I'll take my chances. Now go home. I'm suited to be on the run. Oh, the devil take all women. All of them. Except for one. Sylvia and her father offer aid to Ossa, searching in the foothills for her wayward son. What is to become of him? He's now an outlaw. Somewhere on the mountainside, he's on the run. Everything's against us in these hateful mountains. How are we to find him in the cloud and mist? How am I to keep him from the hangman's clutches, hounded by the curses and the shaking fists? This must be a nightmare. I just can't believe it. He whose head was always full of dreams and lies. He who never did a single thing worth telling. He... Oh, I don't know that I should laugh or cry. Through our years of hardship, we stuck close together, comforted each other in our times of need. For you see, my husband was a spendthrift drunkard, squandered our estate and left my heart to bleed. In our little world, we loved the old folk stories, tales of trolls and kelpies and princesses fair, tales of... Stolen brides as well, but who would think that he would so contrive to burden me with care? Oh, my darling pair, you know I cannot lose you. Oh, he is lost indeed, I fear. Say no such thing. He's so very clever, there's no one like him. That is foolish talk. It will misfortune bring. Does he know his sins, and will he make repentance? Hanging on the gallows might yet save his soul. <gasps> Christ! It is his body that I want to safeguard. Find him ere the hunting pack can take their toll. Well, our Christian duty is to help you trace him. Yonder is a beaten path he might have trod. Truly, I am grateful. You're not like the others. Let us pray that we'll be first to him. Please, God. Tell me more about your son, that I might know him. Ah, it would only weary you to hear the tale. Patience is a strength of mine. I will not weary. <laughs> Then perhaps I will, if strength does not me fail. (laughs) 
High on the hillside, Pear looks on the valley. His heart races now with the thrill of the chase. No more to lose, and he feels a wild freedom, heedless for now of the darkness he'll face. They're after me now, the whole of the parish. Everyone's taken his stick or his gun. The old farmer Hegstad is leading them howling. It soon got abroad that Pear Gint's on the run. A different thing this from a fight with the blacksmith. This is real life. I'm strong as a bear. I'll pull up a forest and topple the mountains to hell with my petty pretense. I don't care. <laughs> Trom develop your board and corner. Listen, you trolls, will you sleep in our arms? Trom develop your board and corner. Listen, you trolls, will you sleep in our arms? Who are you shouting for? Trolls, oh trolls. Trom will come lustily. Board, bring your charms. All of the beds in our hut, they are empty. Bring us good lovers, for we will have some. Gone are our boys, so it's trolls now we're seeking. Where are your boys then? They, they just, just can't come. come. <laughs> Mine called me dearest, said I was his darling. Now he is wed to an elderly crone. Mine met a gypsy wench up at Lien. And now he has left me here, all on my own. Mine made an end of our poor little brat. But hanging from gallows has finished his harm. Shrunder, Valfield, Board and Corner. Listen, you trolls, will you sleep in our arms? I'm a three-headed troll and the boy for three girls. Can you tackle the job? You shall see if I can. To the hut, to the hut. We have me. Let it blow. It seems he's as much of a troll as a man. He gleams and he glitters like red glowing iron. Eyes like a baby's from some blackest tan. Shrunder, Valfield, Board and Corner. Listen, you trolls, will you sleep in our arms? Trum de Valfield, board and corner. Listen, you trolls, will you sleep in our arms? Trum de Valfield, board and corner. Listen, you trolls, will you sleep in our Dusk gathers in on our lad now, cooling his passion and pride. What he's abandoned torments him, but soon he will have a strange bride. Dismal and wanton together, laughing with tears in my throat. I've lost my way in these mountains, so barren and cold and remote. Pink glowing summits are ringing the darkening valley below. My home's almost lost in the twilight. Perhaps I can see a lamp glow. A ride on the ridge or at Yendin. A runaway romp with a bride. Sporting with troll-hungry lasses. All silly romances and lies. What will become of Peer Gint now? How will his vast empire grow? How will the Kaiser raise armies to put on a world-winning show? You sound like a man of ambition. What? Well, perhaps those pipe dreams will come true. It's good to have great expectations. I'm like that myself. Who are you? I am the Dovre King's daughter. Well, I am the Queen Orsa's son. My father, King Brosa, is mighty. My granddad's Attila the Hun. My father's the King of the Mountains. My mother's the queen of the Vale. His wrath topples boulders from cliff tops. Her ire brings down rainstorms and hail. <laughs> A prince should have far finer clothing. My ermine has molted, alas. I normally dress in rich velvet. Your dress, is it woven from grass? <laughs> 
we mountain folk have an odd feature. Our attributes have double shapes. Just one of them will be apparent until the suppressed one escapes. We don't like to flaunt the fair image. Don't show off too much. That's our motto. You may think my father's fine palace is naught but an underground grotto. (laughs) Well, we're much the same, I must tell you. You may think my castle looks shocking, that each finely wrought stained glass window is stuffed with old dish clout and stocking. It seems we are perfectly suited. Our fortunes together will grow. I think we should visit your father. Well, just follow me down below. In the dark heart of the mountain, unexplored by human souls, lies the court, a firelit cavern, wherein reigns the king of trolls. Only some foolhardy dreamer would come here in hope of gain. Pear has come to seek a kingdom. Will he see the light again? Tear the human limb from limb, roast the flesh of this young man, boil his bones to make some broth, fry his offal in a pan. I will suck the marrow from him, sink my teeth into his rump. Where his leg or arm has been, I will lick the bloody stump. He who tempts our fairest princess into union with his kind merits a complete conversion into waste. We leave behind. Hold enough. We are too hasty. If we think he's naught but dinner, curb your appetites, my trolls. I've a plan I think's a winner. Let's face facts. Our reputation stands as low as I can mind it. We should now diversify and welcome new blood where we find it. We can much enhance our status in combining troll and man. That multi-ethnic progeny may rule in both realms is my plan. Yes, it's true he's rather ugly and he's only got one head. But these days, two-headed trolls are pretty rare, it must be said. So, my lad, you've come amongst us from the ugly realm of light. And you want to wed my daughter, royal princess. Is that right? If she brings sufficient dowry, I would take her off your hands. Half my wealth while I am living, half when I cease breathing. Grant! Now, we must discuss your pledges, obligations you'll sustain. You must make a few small changes if my kingdom you would gain. First, you must forego the sunlight. Dwell amongst us for all time. Think no more on what's above us. To return would be a crime. You find in me a man prepared to turn his hand to anything. Some sacrifices must be made by any man that would be king. Next, we'll test your wit and reason. Solve this riddle if you can. Tell me now, what is the difference that exists twixt troll and man? Precious little if you ask me. 
Trolls may roast you o'er a fire, but many men might do the same if actions followed heart's desire. Yes, quite right. We're much the same, but one thing does set us apart. We are taught two different mottos to resolve to take to heart. To thyself thou shouldst be true. There stands the motto for a man. But to thyself troll be enough is all we need as a master plan. Each troll lives only for himself, unburdened by another's care. Since you will now dwell here with us, that way of life is one you'll share. Well, that doesn't seem too hard. You might say I'm that way inclined. Any other lifestyle changes? Tell me what you have in mind. Oh, get used to our food and drink. <laughs> Nothing down here goes to waste. Cake from cows and milk from bulls. Although, maybe they're an acquired taste. Now, to fix a grave shortcoming in your physiognomy, every troll must have a tail. You are lacking one, we see. <laughs> Hold on, then. You're out of order. I'll not change my shape for you. Really? Oh, well, forget my daughter, dowry, and my kingdom, too. I suppose one small addition matters little in the end. In the end is where we'll fit it. I think you'll find that is the trend. <laughs> Pin a tail up on his backside. Tie to it the finest bow. He can show us how he wags it. Wag it high and wag it low. Let us firstly seal the bargain. Let your daughter be brought forth. If you'll have me cut some capers, I would first we pledge our troth. <laughs> what you saw upon the mountain was my daughter's daylight, guys. Lift your veil, my dear. Reveal your true troll beauty to his eyes. What's this now? You start in horror, have a care, my brisk young lad. Truly, you insult my daughter, and that's me. What? Are you mad? We must make some more adjustments. Cut you a new point of view. Make a scratch on your right eye to help you see the way we do. That will change your whole perspective. She'll not look so strange to you. And so that you will not relapse, I'll... Just put out the lift one, too. Yeah. This gets worse with every minute. I'll not sacrifice my sight. Show me how to leave this cavern and this dismal world of night. Now you really try my patience, pining for the realm of light. First you get my daughter pregnant, now you tell me you'll take flight. Pregnant? What? You must be joking. I deny all part of that. I desired her once, it's true, but I'll have none of some troll brat. Oh, Prince Pear, you have no option but to further our royal line. Your blood royal has commingled with our own, and the outcome's fine. You're under a misapprehension. What I told her was for show. I'm not a prince, nor am I rich. <laughs> now, may I be excused and go? I see. Of course, you're free to go. But first, we'll have some light relief. <laughs> we have a dance to say farewell. We call this dance aperitif. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Trolls begin to stamp and shuffle, warming up each heavy limb. Others come to take the floor from all around the cavern's rim. Swaying to a common rhythm, all no pair will have no deal. Prince of neither men nor trolls, now he's just a ready meal. Slowly they process around the cavern, a circling headstrong pair. Working up an appetite for tender human meat served rare. Pair at last perceives the danger, looks around for some way out. No way through the circling trolls, no one who will hear him shout. Now the trolls pick up their paces, entering the ritual dance, stepping on with greater purpose. Left and right retreat, advance, cast by light from flickering torches, shadows leap upon the wall. A tapestry of monstrous dancers weaves around the mountain hall. Pear transfixed things on the shadows that would scare him as a child. Things of darkness from his nightmares, hungry creatures from the wild. Now he's in a waking nightmare. This is real, the beasts are here. Deep below the surface world there lurk the things he's come to fear. Now the dance is growing wilder, trolls are spinning round about. Arms are flailing out and fetching other trolls a hefty clout. Trolls they push and pull each other, vying for a central place. Devil take the hindmost of them, hunger is the lot he'll face. Wrestling now replaces dancing, grunting creatures gouge and gore. Grappling figures locked in struggle roll upon the cavern floor. Now the snarling trolls are frenzied in their contest for the feast. Pear can see he's little heeded, gaps appear among the beasts. Run lad, run pear, dash like lightning, flee the monsters, the night, find the way back to the surface, find the tunnel to the light. Howls and roars ring from the cavern, hungry trolls won't be denied. They'll make Pear regret he came here, they'll make him regret he lied. Shaking legs and scarce support and pounding heart and rasping breath. Pear so spined that he will mend his ways, dear God, just spared him death. Trolls come thundering on behind him, bellows echo in the gloom. Pear's life's at an end now, surely he this weird he'll meet his doom. Heaving chest and aching muscles, gasping, burning on he goes. Up ahead is something shining, can it be the mountain snow? Run, heart, drum, beat, air, suck, rib, ache, stride, turn, knee, twist, lungs, burn, breath, rasp, Mouth. Found it! Daylight! Safety! Run, 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 run! Fleeing from terrors he's known since his childhood. Pear finds his legs are like lead. He's held fast by the giant invisible troll, the great bag. Unseen, insubstantial, impassable, vast. Let me go! Who is holding me? Show yourself to me. Go round about, Pear. You'll find you're not lame. Who is that? Show yourself. Tell me, who is that speaking? I am myself, Pear. Can you say the same? I am myself. Oh, come on now. You call that an answer? I am the Boig, Pear. Now go round about. The great Boig? I need help. Please, won't someone release me? Go round about, Pear. There's none here you shout. I can't move, for Christ's sake. Neither forward nor backward. You trap yourself, Pear. We each have great might. Why, if you stand in my way, can't I see you? You're not looking at me. I hide in plain sight. 
they are ringing the bells in the church in the valley. I must away at the sound of a bell. Just as well. Had you stayed, I would no doubt have thrashed you. That's fighting talk, pair. It may yet serve you well. Now I can move. I'm no longer held captive. Now I must think what's the best thing to do. Make my escape and then go into hiding. Make a new life for myself in the... You! We rang the bells to drive trolls from the mountains. I'm glad you're safe. But now what will you do? Oh, I am fine. There was no need to help me. I sent them packing, the whole ugly crew. I'll go abroad and amass a great fortune. When I return, they will welcome me home. If you're still here then, I might come and see you and tell you some tales of the lands that I've roamed. Here are some clothes and some food from your mother. No need to thank us for ringing the bells. When you return, I would be pleased to see you. Until that time, well, I bid you farewell. Solvay! Don't forget me! In Act Two of Pear Gint by Colin McNee after Henrik Ibsen. Pear and the Boyg were played by Craig Finley. Ingrid by Ruth Walker. Also by Elizabeth McHale. Sulvai by Rachel Twyford. Sulvai's father by Paul Clifford. The Troll Hungry Lasses were played by Rachel Twyford, Ruth Walker, and Alison Stibby. The Troll Princess by Alison Stibby. And The Troll King by Richard Reedshaw. The narrator was Colin McNee. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Original music was composed and played by Giles Lewis. Sound design, editing and mixing were by Dominic Hargreaves. Pear Gint was recorded at Evolution Studios, Oxford. Produced by Colin McNee and Dominic Hargreaves. And directed by Colin McNee.